Ooh. Oh my god, Michelle. Welcome, Cheeseburger. Welcome to From the Depot, From the Darkness. Happy Halloweener. <laughs> we got a good episode coming <laughs> to you <laughs> right now. Mm, my head fell off. I'm Dracula. We got, we replaced Tyler and Gus with, um, I'm Dracula. I don't know what. And I'm, uh, <laughs> Michelle Myers. <laughs> Welcome to the From the Depot Welcome podcast. Back. Happy Halloween. Just my flashlight. This hat, I didn't think about not being able to get the headphones over it. Yeah, I didn't think about really anything here. <laughs> <laughs> I had no thought going into this. But I'm thinking I'm pretty comfortable in here. It's keeping the face nice and warm. Um... Where's my mouth hole at? I need to expand my yeah, mouth yeah. hole a little bit. There we go. Now I look like... That, that's better. I got my headphones on over the head. Here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, we got the, the stooms on. The costume. Hey, you know, today's Halloween. It is. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Happy Halloween. Tuesday is one of the worst days for Halloween to fall on. really is. And uh, my buddy and I at the gym were... T- oh, hold on. Let me get this situated correctly. <laughs> it looks... <laughs> Dude, everything's like it slipping looks so up. funny. <laughs> Hamburger, cheeseburger, so. Big Mac Whopper. We're talking. Oh my god! I can't even wear my eye holes. Even there, they are. <laughs> the mask is all pinched up. Like it looks like you got like a beak instead of a mouth. <laughs> <laughs> your facial expression just doesn't move. It's so creepy. So, uh, are you gonna let your kids trick or treat? Um, I'm gonna make them trick or treat. That's what I said. My buddy at the gym, he was saying... Uh, I don't think you have to make them, though. I think it's a fun thing to do. That's, that's what my my point was. It was like... It was a staple. Every year I got super excited <laughs> for this. Oh, yeah. The trick-or-treating. And this guy's not letting his kid trick-or-treat because he thinks witches are putting spells on the goddamn candy. Wait... And I was like, what What stops the witches from putting spells on everything else? You know, you go out to eat. He thinks that the witches are putting spells on the candy so he won't let his kid go out to get the yeah, candy? Yeah, he's not even worried about, like, the razor blades. No. He's worried about the witches. Which, <laughs> that's a new one for me. I was like, are you kidding me? That ticked me off. I said, no, we're not doing that. We're going to be letting these kids, if they get, you know, cursed or whatever. Yeah, well, they can get possessed. It, yeah, whatever happens to him happens to him. It's Halloween. It doesn't really matter. The next day is gonna be fine. Yeah, they'll be fine on Wednesday. <laughs> you just try and drink through the hole. Ew. Oh, oh. Spilling everywhere. 
Oh no! <laughs> it just poured all over your ears. Oh, <laughs> 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 you just throw up in the mask. Look at him! Look at him! No rappers around. I'm not a drinker. I'm a murderer. Stormy evening, toiling us roaming through the woods. A man by the name of Michelle came to play. And he took Tyler by the pants. <laughs> and he took his little baby winner out. <laughs> and he sucked it. <laughs> and Gus watched the whole time. <laughs> didn't even think to pull him off. And he was so good. Toilet died. <laughs> and that's called the story of two wieners. <laughs> it's a staple around this place for uh, Halloween. That's double wiener. That's double wiener. What other... Yeah, there's been a lot of talk of wieners. There's lots of wieners. I feel very scary this year and less scared. I feel like the threat. Yeah. Really, anywhere I'm going, I've been on edge. Yeah. I've been, uh, I have been carrying razor blades around. Mm hmm. Sticking them in candies and stuff. (sighs) And it's easy to get them in there. Oh, it's so easy. And you carry around a roll of scotch tape. Should we, should we play roles? Yeah. Okay. Um. They tried to burn me in the basement last year. Got out of that sucker. Everyone at the theater was like, well, how, do, how, do they, how do you get out, you know? Yeah. I dug. I dug. Yeah. Remember the Down Syndrome's dug really good? Yeah. That's how you got out? That's how you got out. <laughs> you recruited an army? Yeah, well, I got this like one-third Down Syndrome thing. And so one of my arms can dig really fast. You got Down syndrome in just one arm. Just one arm, and it's this one. (laughs) (laughs) If I was a kid, if I was a kid and I got candy, this this is me opening a piece of candy. Um, And I'm a little kid. I just got it for Halloween from the creepy neighbor's house. Okay, I'm 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 the creepy neighbor. Yeah. Um. Oh wow! This the chocolate. It's different shape than normal. It's not normal Snickers shape. Yeah, no, it's normal shape. It's normal shape. I know. It's shiny. No, that's how it is. That's how it comes. I'm so hungry. Eat it. <laughs> <laughs> I I want... It's... Is it okay? No, it's delicious. It's from the factory. I bought it from there. Okay, I'm going to eat it now. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, my lip is you go. bleeding. Oh, it is? Oh, oh no. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Scream. My little puppy. Oh, 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 it's going down my esophagus. Oh, no, someone help him. He's dying. Oh, that's pretty good. Thanks, man. What? It's delicious. How do you feel? Well, pain. 
Just a lot of pain, but I, you know. Where? Where's the pain? Where's well, it came out. It popped out. It cut out. Cut itself out. Oh, just it came did, out. I'm gonna eat did. it again. Are you gonna die? Are you gonna die? I don't think so. Ah, oh, shoot. Here's another one. Here, try this one. Try okay, this one. Okay, okay. It looks like it has a Glock 19 in it. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that normal, sir? I call this the Milky Tannerite. <laughs> Hey, just drop it at your feet. Mm, just okay. drop it okay. at your feet. I'm gonna eat it. I'm gonna eat it. Okay, eat it, eat it, eat it. Bite hard, bite, bite down real hard. <laughs> there you go. There he goes. There he goes. He's dead. He's dead. <laughs> and from the grave, I looked on with regret and sorrow. For that day, I was fooled by the man down the street. A grave day for children all along the street and the road in the hood. <laughs> hey, what's the worst candy you've ever got, though? I don't like some candies that everybody else is like, they're so good. Like, I don't like, you know, bit of honey? Yeah, no, screw that. Disgusting. Screw My that. whole family loves them. Ooh. I, and it, I, they're like, have one, it's so good. And it tastes like... It tastes like you took honey and you put it on a piece of gum, put the gum under a bleacher in a public high school, <clears throat> left it for 25 years, pulled it off, and then you wrapped it up in a little wrapper. That's what bit of honey is. Bit of honey is F tier for sure. The uh, the flavored Tootsie Rolls or whatever those are. Yeah. I used to like the banana ones, which is crazy. I understand it's crazy, banana but I, I used to roll? really like them. Yeah, the yellow ones. Hey, but oh, not the Tootsie Roll. I'm thinking about Laffy Taffy. That's what I was about to say. The Laffy Taffies are S tier. You get a Laffy Taffy and you're in business. I, I liked the banana ones, which is crazy. Because I don't really like banana flavored. A banana flavored candy is weird, I think. Nah, nah but it ain't tastes like banana. It tastes like candy. Okay, best candy in the bag always. Reese's Cup. Ooh, really? Yeah. Peanut butter chocolate flavor. I mean, it's not It's not bad. It's not bad. I'll give that to you. Peanut butter chocolate flavor. It ain't the best, though. Hey, underrated? 100 grand. Oh. 100 grand? You ever, you like those? I think I've had some of that. It's crunchy, kind of, but it's it's kind of like a yeah, crunch bar. It's like a Twix with little crunch things in it. Like it's, but you know, crunch bars. Yeah. See, my thing is I was always such a glutton for that milk chocolate, that savory, perfect milk chocolate, and I didn't like some nuts. So I would have, I would want to eat stuff like Milky Way, yep. or Three Musketeers was Ooh, three Musketeers making me are so good. happy. Um, I always liked hot tamales a lot, but you didn't really get those in. Uh, yeah, I used to dissect the Three Musketeers. I used to nibble around the chocolate all really? the way around. And then I would ball up the like fluffy cloud part. Yeah, yeah. And then I'd suck on that. Hmm. Interesting. And I'd suck on that. You get jawbreakers. They're gross. Yeah. They're not <sighs> worth it. Lemon heads, bad. Ooh, lemon head needs to go. Yeah. We got um. Hmm. Nerds. I liked the little boxes of nerds. Little boxes of nerds. Not it was bad. fun because you get to open the little box. Oh, dots. Ooh. How do you feel about dots? Dots are underrated. I feel. Yeah. Like. I haven't seen dots in a while. They were just so fun. Do you remember the ones that were on the little paper and you had to eat them? Off, the, like the little, they were like little hard pieces on the paper. Hard pieces on paper. Yeah. What a, what kind of candy? Little crunchy, crispy candies. <clears throat> whoppers. Um. No. No, I don't like whoppers. Hey. What? 
You don't like Whoppers? No. Milk chocolate with the crunch? These things. Ooh. Candy no. candy buttons. No, no. Threw those out every time. Yeah, those are weird. Yeah, and they would stick those. to the paper. Like, you'd pull it off the paper, and some paper would come <laughs> off with every single one. Like, pa- paper would be in every bite. Yeah, those need to go. Those need to be out loud. <laughs> what about um, the little Coke bottles? I gotta stop burping in here, dude. Oh, the Coke bottles are money. Yeah. The wax ones or the Haribo's? Yeah, some of them, they were wax, right? And there was goo in them or something. Yeah, the, I I really like those. Those were a hot commodity mm-hmm. for me. Honestly, you know the little gummy sharks? You ever oh, those? yeah, those are those are money. Yeah. Those I are like money. peanut M&M's. I like peanut M&M's not on Halloween, though. I agree, yeah. I wouldn't be happy about getting them at a yeah. house, but I would be happy about eating them on a regular day. Your regular day is pretty good. The only candies I will buy at a store... Like, if I was going to buy a chocolate at a store, Snickers. That's, yeah. That's it. Snickers, I don't Snickers buy candy unless it's Snickers or Hot Tamales. <sighs> I and roll S-tier uh, Kit Kat. Kit Kat's Kit really good. Or money. Twix is money. Honestly, yeah, most of the chocolate stuff is money. Every once in a while, someone would Heath put it like a, a full bar? size. Um, hey, small Heath Bars, money. Yeah, they're pretty good. They got the crunch. Twix, it kind of didn't really love Twix. What? What? It just was too much, you know, it was too much for me. Dude, I'm going to burn you in a basement. Ma- uh, what are they called? Malt? No, malt. The balls? Whoppers. Oh, yeah, I don't like those. Hey. Milk duds? Milk duds. So good. Very, very good. Hey, though, but you're right with the bit of honey. If someone... Gave me some bit of honey. I punch him right in the mm-hmm. face. Mm-hmm. I stab him. What about a Charleston chew? Oh, I love Charleston chews. Charleston chews are delicious. Everybody calls me old for liking Charleston chews. Are you serious? Yeah, they said it's like a boomer candy. Frick out of here, dude. It's a good candy. Yeah. What else can I think of? Um, I just had one on the tip of my tongue. So delicious. Um, Man, what's it going on? What is it? Your mask is it turning around? Oh, cause you got hair under the. Yeah. Your wig is between the mask and the. Oh, it's between. Yeah. Oh, it is. Um, what else do we got for candies? Gushers. Hey, gushers, good fruit by the foot. Fruit by the foot. Fruit by the foot, way better than fruit roll-ups. But that's in not, a pinch. That's not true, though. In a pinch. Fruit by the foot is like a more flaky fruit roll-up. I'm not down with it. But I used to like to grab it and then and then like throw it so the whole thing would come unraveled in oh, one. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah, hair yeah, coming yeah, out yeah. of your eye is insane. What? There's hair coming out of your eye. <laughs> it looks so... Oh, it looks so weird. Oh, do you like it? <laughs> Can you imagine if you grew a hair on your eye? What would you do? Would you freak out? If you woke up one day and there was a hair in your eye and you started well, pulling it... What's happening right now? What if you, you start pulling it and it's in your eye like I it's would, growing out of it? it. Yeah. I would freak out. I'd probably pass out if I had a hair growing out of my eyeball. Don't like that kind of stuff. Not at all. Not at all. Ooh, yeah. What's the scariest accent? Um, scariest? Mm-hmm. Um, to me... Like, if you heard a guy talk in the woods at night, you couldn't see him, but you just heard him talking. Hey, what accent? Hood, though. Hood? Yeah. <laughs> hey! What's hey. going on over there? And you're like, oh, 
That's the thing. You never see any hood players in the, in my movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like, he's like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and you're like, what? No one sees. Yeah. No one sees. Yeah. I'd be out of there. I'm gonna pull that up. I gotta pull that up. I would be out of there. I might have no to make a costume change real fast. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, what I'm seeing. I gotta pull this up. This is too good. Everyone's gonna love this. Here we go. This is uh, for those who don't know. This is Trailer Park Boys. This is um, what's his name? J Rock. He's actually the dude. Is the writer of the show? I didn't know that. It's so funny. Me and Tino, that when you was in the honey wagon. I'm sorry. Can I just take that again? Yeah, go. All right, here's what I'm talking about. Me and Tino, the one who's all up to the big host, right? You lost your honey wagon, and that's all right. But we're going to hook you up with this mob for only 150 a month. 150 a month. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Cheer off, man. What are you doing? Turn tables, you boy. No, All right, just enough of that. Enough of that. No. We on? Well, I don't even know what the fuck you said there, J Rock. Oh, it's so funny because this is like a behind the scenes, and you don't see that that often. That was a crazy. That's a good show. That's a good show right there. Safety always off. <laughs> Hey. See this? All right. Old man gave me that when I was in grade seven. <laughs> Seen a lot of action. Nine millimeter. Safety always off. <laughs> <laughs> Told me he was proud of me once. <laughs> Fucking prick. Safety. <laughs> Safety always, always off. off. That's a funny thing to say. That's how we live, baby. No, I'm saying, I'm No, I'm saying. No. Did you ever have the trading after you got all your candy? Oh, yeah. Did you go back and dump it out and trade? Yeah, and I would convince. I had a better, like, understanding of the future than my younger siblings did since I'm the oldest. So I would be like, if they had a candy they really liked, I would be able to trade them, like, seven of of their candies for like one that they really wanted so i would always oh, end yeah. up i would end up with the most with, candy and that was also part of the deal was like who had whoever ended up with the most candy kind of won the contest oh, yeah. cuz everyone's flying around to houses yeah, yeah. that was how we had this huge neighborhood that I was growing up in and whoever got the most candy kind of won the day ended up being um, my cousin max every time Got the most candy. That dude wins every game he plays. He wins That's every game, why. and I don't understand. I don't understand how you can get the most candy going to the same houses. <clears throat> I think he was double dipping. He probably did. He probably was. He had like a costume on under his costume, dude. And like, you come up as two every, different guys. Every like tenth house, you'd have the full size candy bar, mm-hmm. which was so. If I rad, got a full dude. Hershey's bar, I would. Cream my jeans, dude. Imagine the the cost of these. You know, there's hundreds of kids out there coming to your house, and you're giving away, you know, a dollar here. Yeah, yeah a dollar, yeah. a dollar. But if you wow. were if you were kind of rich, 
um, either in spirit or yeah, in Yeah, I'm thinking of it from wallet. my financial situation at the moment. Yeah, it'd be hard. And like, would, I wouldn't even <laughs> want to buy candy for anybody. It would put me under. I would have the absolute most garbage candy out, the cheapest candy. It'd be you like... You have the Bitto Honeys. I would have Bitto Honeys, yeah, because kids wouldn't even want them, so they wouldn't take any. I'd be like, yeah, just... I'd house. be like, take at least three. <laughs> that would be my sign. <laughs> yeah, and like, you'd run up to the house and then... Uh, Grab the candy, come back, and the kids going up to that house be like, "What's up there?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like nothing, nothing, yeah, nothing. Nothing good. Nothing on good. Next, on to the next. Move, move. Yeah. <laughs> and there'd always be like the houses that you'd go up to, and there was no light on, and they would be like all disgruntled. They'd oh, be like hiding in there. Oh, I know. Yeah. It was like seven p.m. Like, like they're the obviously frick awake. You move into a giant neighborhood yeah. and not want the the trick or treaters. Also, just put a bucket out on the on the front deal. Yeah. So you trick or treated you grew up in a neighborhood huge so you got to trick-or-treat at home yep. yep see we had to outsource our neighborhoods we would drive to a neighborhood that shoot you third partied yeah because we'd always have some friend in a neighborhood and we'd just go with them because and so sometimes I, i've done two neighborhoods before two neighborhoods yeah i went two different nights that's double dipping yeah because they're like some sometimes they would uh did i go two nights that doesn't make sense right because they only do it on halloween they only do it on halloween yeah Maybe but I maybe did they, it. They do the trunk or tree. You know what I think I did is I was supposed to go with my one of my younger siblings, and they went way earlier, and then I got to go with my friend later. So I like I hit up this like one neighborhood, and then we kind of went into the next hood. Mm-hmm. That may I mean that makes sense. That makes sense. But <laughs> and that's spooky. Yeah, in our neighborhood there was hundreds of houses. <laughs> Hundreds. That's spooky. <laughs> Hundreds. I'll tell you, for all the little kids that listen to our podcast, the tech is you get a non-motorized vehicle, and you just plow through these houses. You, you're the earliest out, and yeah. you're the latest in. Yeah. You're the hardest worker out there that yeah. night. Oh, you want to work hard on Halloween. You want to be the hardest worker on the block. But but take, the, take like a Razor scooter, mm-hmm. fix it with like, a box on the back and just be chucking candy into it. Oh yeah, because because I remember walking every time. You know, you walk like three miles. You're, you you you're get slow. tired when you're, you're little. Slow, yeah. yeah. So, I think that's the play is is the non motorized vehicles because the motorized vehicles everyone know it's knows it's kind of cheating a little bit. Yeah, you can be on your bicycle. I think, especially uh, you can like pa- so, park yeah. your park your bicycle in the cul de sacs. And hit the cul-de-sacs because the houses are real close. So just so drive to all the cul-de-sacs first. So don't don't go in in order because you're on a bike, so you're way faster. Yep, yep. So go hit every cul-de-sac because that's like the most efficient way to hit houses. And then come back through and hit some of the regular houses on the on the streets. And then hit the cul-de-sacs again to finish out the night. They're not gonna remember you. You can even go home, switch up your costume, come back, hit all the cul-de-sacs again. That's probably oh, what I yeah. would do. That's yeah, what I do yeah. right there. That's uh-huh. the strat. Ignore all the houses that are like hard to get to at all and just just first costume, make sure you have a mask on. Mm-hmm. Hit every cul-de-sac, ride home, dump all your candy out so that one, that stuff's kind of safe, you know. It's mm-hmm. like target acquired. And then change costumes. And this one doesn't even need a mask since you already had your your identity concealed the first time. Mm-hmm. Go back to every cul-de-sac. And repeat that as many times as costumes you have, and you, I, mm-hmm. I guarantee 
you will have the most candy of anybody in the neighborhood. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say that as well. Also, um, stealing candy from the younger kids is also a good move. Yeah, especially if they have the pillowcase. Because that's what I used to use. That yeah. was the best Yeah, the pillowcase was the best. Because you'd have the little pumpkin buckets, and those things were crap. They didn't hold enough. No. That was the thing. The pillowcase was also, it, you could make it look like you didn't have that much candy, so people would give you, like, scoops of candy because they thought you were not getting enough. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Because you could kind of hold it right so it didn't look like it had much candy in it. Yeah, but the first year the little kids do that, you got to be swiping their stuff away. Because mm-hmm. when I was little, I got my stuff swiped away all the time. Yeah. And, you know, it's just, the, the it's, you know, the, it's like the tradition. Circle. Yeah, yeah it's the, like the tradition was carry on. Yeah. So that's how you do it, first of all, from some professionals here. We're going to go out and do it probably tomorrow. Yeah. And uh, you better watch out for us because we'll be out there and we'll be stealing candy left and right. Yeah. And, uh, and if they if they say only take one and they're not guarding the bowl, you're dumping the whole bowl, just by the way. Oh, yeah. You have to. Yeah. If they say take one, I'm for sure taking probably two. Seven, eight, nine, ten. Well, I just, yeah, I didn't care how many two. I took. No, I just no, didn't no, like we're not taking rule. two. I didn't like the rule. So I just, as long as I was breaking the rule, I was fine. I didn't really care about the candy. I was just like, at that point, I was just mad that they were like, take one. But, but their lazy ass can't just be painting out one. Don't expect these little kids to take one. I'm no, not putting no, a bowl no. out. No. You better knock on my door. You better work for it if yeah. you're a little. If no, you're a you kid. dump. You dump the bowl either way, and if you you know end up with too much candy, hit that hoe on eBay or whatever. Yeah. Also, this podcast brought to you by fentanyl in your kids' Halloween candy. Are you tired of having kids? Do Do you hope they would overdose again? Accident? Maybe not. Again. Come to come to the house with the red light on. They will for sure. Not be a problem anymore. It's a that's, and that's true. This this uh, fentanyl thing is really throwing a wrench into the into the trick or treating game. Mm-hmm. But you know that that's just part of the game. Is like you go out there, you assume risk for anything. We were talking about razor blades. We were talking about uh, uh, tannerite. You know, whatever <laughs> is in your candy, it's your responsibility for kind of checking what's in there. Yeah, fentanyl. You know. If, if it's been tampered with. Yeah. I'm just saying, watch the packaging. Not a big deal. And there's the fentanyl. It's got. It's kind of like a little surprise. All of a sudden, you're feeling nice and warm. Yeah. And and then you're at the pearly gates. Because yeah. you're too young to know. Yeah, it's a nice little... It's like a sweet, emotional death. Yeah, you know? and then the parents are all like selfish. You're like, uh, I can't believe me? he died. I can't why believe he me? died. It's like, boy, he's up there. He's probably eating as, in as much candy as he wants. Uh, probably he's trick-or-treating. Float, floating yeah. down the river of candy. Yeah. The, he's in the land of milk and cookies. Yeah, the the eternal trick-or-treat. Mm-hmm. Although, if you die on Halloween, I've heard you go to hell no matter what. Mm. So you got to at least make it to the first, and then you're golden. Yeah, die on no November 1. Yeah, and that's directly from my sleep paralysis demon that's what he told me i asked him one time yeah gus's sleep paralysis demon comes in and sits next to the bed and it's like a, a session like they just talk yeah it's fine like it not he never scares him he just like sits down he's like i'm here again well gus. he scared me the first time and then i was like what? Yeah, yeah. what are you doing here and um and then he told me what he was doing there and then i asked him how it was going and he told him that the sleep paralysis demon is like the McDonald's worker of hell. Yeah, yeah, they're they, like a really low they're level. They're super low, demon. so they don't really care about their job that much. Yeah. They just they it needs to happen. So yeah. they just go out and do it and whether they scare you or not, 
is really not their problem. They're still making seventeen fifty an hour at the end of the day. Which, yeah, and at the end of the day, I mean, if you can kind of show them a, a decent time and kind of be, like, you give them a couple screams and stuff, or, like, you you, you get your heart rate working up, like, they, mm-hmm. they're getting good reviews. They're getting their little bonuses at the yeah, end of the year. Getting, yeah, yeah, especially they're, like, the whole paralysis thing that really works out for yeah. them pretty well. Yeah. Just because you can't move. But, um, but yeah, they're still making their coin. But I heard in freaking Down Under, their tax is 40%. Are you kidding me? No. But, 40% is what he told me. That's what he told me. But no property tax. No property tax. Yeah. But he's kind of, he doesn't have a home. He's kind of lurking around the whole time. I heard there's not many homes there. It's mostly it's lava. Tough. Yeah, it's tough. It's mostly lava. It's tough to build because yeah. the ground is shifting constantly. Yeah, they're having grading issues yeah. down there. Drainage isn't really a problem because it's 220 degrees, so there's not you're not really getting standing water, but yeah. you are getting pools of sludge and blood shifting through, which mostly is melting, but it can be a problem when you're building, so you have to build on just like carbon steel beams but a lot of times the lava comes through it's it's a whole thing it, yeah and the, and the shortage of steel because of the the middle eastern thing yeah uh is is really throwing a wrench down there so he was telling me all that the other night and i was just like i, I really fell for him but at the same time you know we're having problems up here our taxes are going up we're spending money on ukraine yeah. he was laughing about that crap he was like yeah. pointing fingers at me He's He's like, at yeah. but they're actually they get their oil from the middle east so they're having they're having some brownout issues down there. <laughs> they're having yeah. some brownout, yeah. yeah. Yep. So, <laughs> actually, about a decade ago, they all switched the EVs down there. Oh yeah, and um, that, what a mess. And and the only place they get cobalt for the for the batteries is the Middle East, and and they just shut that down. So all their EVs are uh, not running anymore. They just threw them in the lava. Yeah, it turns out that the demons just thought that that was just not acceptable to treat people like that. Yeah, no. It, the, with the the slaves in the cobalt mines. Yeah, yeah. They had to shut that the down. Demons are like, "Whoa, dude. Yeah, <laughs> chill out with that." And, and that's why this whole this whole war thing is going on is because the the demons were trying to shut down the cobalt mines. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, but other than that, they're doing pretty well down there. They're still they're on the verge of communism, but they're still hanging on to capitalism, like. As much as possible. They yeah. still got the democracy thing going on. They're still voting down there. But, you know, everything's on the verge. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like up here where, you know, we're holding on. We're doing pretty well. But, uh, you know, anything anything could happen. Yeah. And, well, and the issue with no term limits with uh, immortal beings is that you kind of just have, you know, Satan's been in charge for a long time. But I've heard that he's kind of turned into stuff around on there with the you know with the emergency power stuff he's had to do and the they really have been trying to get over the tax issues but it's kind of hard when you have to run all the you know all those souls down into the deeper levels yeah and and the judicial branch goes through uh heaven so that's also an issue for him uh for at least uh you know, reforming anything down there. Yeah, and you'd think it'd be good because, like, they're outsourcing that, but really what it means is that there's, like, this stark separation and... Exactly, and there's a divide. What's law yeah. and uh-huh. what's what's done about it. 
Yeah. So some things that might not be good for heaven are really good for hell, but they can't get it done because it's you kind know, of too big of an the, operation. The whole court is up in up in heaven. Yeah, it's a big separation. It's yeah. it's really a big it's a big issue these days. Um, but you're not going to hear about it in the mainstream media. That's <laughs> that's one thing. There's there. No, you're not. You're not hearing about You'll that. You'll hear about it FTD uh, first because of yeah. my sleep paralysis demon, and he could be just a raging lunatic. We don't know. Yeah. Um, Lots of alcoholism in the lower levels of hell. <laughs> Dude shows up drunk every time yeah. to work. I'm like, man, you still got this job. Yeah. He's sleeping too. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Both sleeping. He, he's like, you, you open your eyes like, and you see him sleeping in there next yeah, to your, next like, to you. Oh, there he is. Just trying to catch, can't move. Just trying to catch a nap. Yeah. Sorry, man. It's unprofessional, but <laughs> <laughs> you're like, it's all good. Yeah, yeah it's, it's all, all good. good. He's like, I'll scare you tomorrow, but I can't do it tonight. I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're like, dude, I don't, I don't even like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not even fun for like, me. The sleep paralysis is not very chill. What if you just like told your sleep paralysis demon that that you were not vibing with him scaring you at night, and he was like shocked and like mortified. He like, thought that you like, loved it. He's like the hippie demon. Yeah. He's like, man, I didn't even want to be here, man. It just made me calm here, man. <laughs> I just like, I don't even like doing it. I keep telling him, I don't, don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> they dock my pay and they say, what else are you going to do without a soul? <laughs> like, Dude, I, I get my soul from my music. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need a real one. I listen to the Grateful Dead. Yeah. <laughs> now that they're actually dead. Death metal. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They're dead. Oh, that's freaking. That's freaking good. Yeah, freaking those guys are for sure in hell. Oh yeah, you know how much acid they spread through the country. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they mm-hmm. weren't they uh, contributors of like killing a bunch of people at festivals and stuff. Oh well, people were just were just dying. But the great. I actually really love the Grateful Dead. They're I can't say guy. I do. I like stained. I like fuel. I like uh, Nickelback. They're going to heaven. Hey, Sugar Ray. Friend of the devil is a friend of mine. If I get home before daylight, I just might get some sleep tonight. That's Grateful Dead. Mm. Friend of the devil. Friend of the That's devil. That's song. All right. Freaking Joey Garcia is in, in hell just singing to Satan. Again. 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 What if Satan's voice is like really embarrassingly not scary? <laughs> Again. He's, <laughs> he's like, <laughs> sing me another song. Yeah. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> I want to hear it again. <laughs> oh my God. He's bumping sexy red right now. Somebody bring me yeah. a Bud Light. Could you play the new song, Pound Town? Just went to Pound Town. Just <laughs> left Pound Town. My coochie pink. My booty old brown. What a good song. I love the state of music today. I do too. It's just like they're they're saying what we're thinking. They're singing what we're thinking. We were thinking. all thinking it for a long time. Yeah, I was thinking my coochie stink, my coochie pink, my booty hole brown. I was thinking that too. <laughs> hmm. And that is, I mean, it's nasty, but it's real. Oh yeah, it's true. It's just there's no two ways around it. 
I I've never seen my booty hole, so I don't even know. You've never seen it? You've never done the mirror trick? The mirror trick? Yeah, you stand up on the, like, you know how the sink is, is like, in front of the mirror a lot of times? Yeah. You stand up on that, facing away from the mirror. Okay. And then you just bend down until you can see between your legs, and you're looking right at it. <laughs> <laughs> you're looking right at it, and it's looking right at you. Is it brown? It's pink. It's just pink. Huh. I I don't think it's brown unless you got like... Is it brown from excrement? Yeah, I think it's brown if you've been shitting out of it too much. (laughs) (laughs) That's just disgusting. (laughs) But that's scary. And this is a scary episode. Yeah. To think about that. Mm -hmm. My booty old brown. Man, so what? What's like the the biggest spook that you've ever had? Have you ever had like a spook spook where you just are too spooked to know really what's going on? I'm trying to think. I used to have this fear at night. I would be sitting in the dark in my room, and it was really dark in our house. Yeah. Like super dark. My my house gets like if it's if it's not direct sunlight, it's like pitch black in there. Yeah, you guys are in the my, woods. Yeah, because yeah. we're in the woods and there's like the windows aren't set up really well and they're small, and they're all down like hallways and there's like extra hallways all over that house. Like, Ooh, if your house was haunted, it's a it that would, would be, be the extra perfect scary house. It would be the perfect house to be haunted. Yeah. There's all like wood paneling and solid wood doors and stuff. It's like, it's creaky and it's got, there's a lot of like little passages and you can get into the unfinished space of the house through like all these mini doors. There's a lot of little tiny doors that go, like it was a, it was arguably kind of a creepy house to grow up in, (laughs) but I didn't really, so like at night I was always scared someone was going to be in there. I wasn't scared of demons. I was scared that someone got into the house during the day and was just waiting Ooh, somewhere because yeah. there were so many places to hide. Ooh, so that's a bad thought. I was so sure every night that someone was in my room somewhere. Like There was this whole unfinished area you could get to in my bedroom where it was like this half door. It's like a really thin piece of wood, and it would open with like one of those little... like pressure fittings yeah just pull it open and there's like this unfinished area with all these like boards covering the joists oh yeah and i thought and you can get up into the attic through that room so it was like the, everything was connected and you yeah. could get from that room all the way down the hallway into the bathroom in another room like that oh. if you but you'd have to crawl like shimmy i'd wanted to do it but i never did because it was so tight and there was so much insulation yeah but the cat used to walk through there the cat could get anywhere in the house from anywhere else in the house, and she'd be just like meowing at one of those little mini doors. <laughs> they knew how to get everywhere in the house through the like through the foundation. Ah, that is kind of weird. So I was always that that used to that was like a general spook, and that's I I always think of that because I'm not really scared of that anymore. Um, but some of the like I don't know I've been. In the woods, because I I grew up in the woods, so I'm not really scared of the woods. I'm actually more scared to be in like, like cities. <laughs> Have you never had a haunt? 
Never had a haunt, no. Whoa. Nothing's ever felt like it's haunted me. And I don't, like, I've always kind of wanted a haunt to happen so I could, like, I think they know it'd be complicated if they tried to haunt me, like, all the spirits and stuff, because I would be, like, I would Mm. be scared. Like, I'd be incredibly scared, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say I'm, like, I wouldn't be scared. But I would be so interested in what was going on that I would immediately, I, I feel like I would have to investigate. Like, I couldn't run. I would have to, like, I would have to know more. I'd be pooping my pants scared but i would be like investigating trying to figure out what yeah you'd go straight what's to going the on i'd be church. running i'd be running to the guy the like scary guy and he'd be <laughs> i think they know that i would be complicated to scare because yeah, so I, they haven't yet i would keep like pestering them like like if if a if a ghoul or like some kind of ghost i thought he was in my room Every single day, I'd be trying to like contact him. Yeah, and you'd be he'd, you'd be building an ecto blaster, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the suck machine from yeah. Ghostbusters. Yeah, well, I'd be, be so, like, oh, what yeah. is he doing? I would get obsessed. <laughs> I would get so obsessed with trying to like figure out what this ghoul or demon or whatever is in in my house. Like that's I don't think they mess with me because they know it would just be a rabbit hole. Yeah, me. yeah, that'd be a disaster. So you so you've never had a, a truly just like almost out of body scary moment. I've had times where I've thought I've seen things in the dark, and then I've turned a light on and it was like it was nothing. It was a thing that was not what it looked like when it was dark. Mm-hmm. Like it looked like a person standing there, and it gives you like that like that adrenaline where everything gets tingly and you're it's a that whoosh yeah that whoa i've definitely been startled about stuff like that or yeah probably that i'm mostly scared about like actual real scary things that are just alive like humans animals like people and animals yeah yeah because yeah. that was the biggest threat growing yeah. up in the woods is animals so you're just always kind of like you just don't want like a rabid raccoon to come like ruin your life. <laughs> well, the the paranormal spooks me a little bit because I feel like I've dealt with it. Yeah, I know I've had. You and your sister both say that. Yep. And uh, I was talking to this girl at the coffee shop a couple of days ago, and I was telling her about like some of the experiences I've had and like why I'm so interested in it. And like, we went to the devil's tramping grounds in like Sanford or whatever, yeah. spent the night just for fun. Yeah. See what was there. And, and she was like, she's like, you know, that demon stuff is real. And I was like, I was like, I believe it, you know? And, um, she said, I've been overseas a lot, like on missions trips, yeah. stuff like that. She said, in these cultures, these possessions are like very common. Like she's seen, really. She sees. She said she's seen possessions, and then people like cast the demon out of them, and they're like writhing around, like making these weird noises, and the whole tribe knows what's going on. Why I don't get why demons would be cultural. <laughs> That's what doesn't I, make yeah, sense. Yeah, I don't to know. Me. I think I I don't I don't really understand that, but it might be because of the um. The like, they're so ritualistic with a tribal member dying. Let's yeah. say like they do it in a weird way, like an embalming and stuff yeah. like that, where it's like it's kind of creepy, and so that spirit or whatever 
just might not be gone. And it might have enough juice to just pop into someone. That's an interesting thing. Do you think that the belief in demons makes you more susceptible to demons? Um, Do you think if you believe in them, you're more susceptible to get like messed with by them? I don't think so. I, I've always understood it as the more, the stronger you are in character, and the more resolve you have, the less they're gonna try and touch you. Yeah. Or the, but I've also heard the more good you do, the more they're gonna be on you because you know the bad follows the good. Yeah. Rather than like you don't see like a serial killer freaking messing around with demons because they're like oh go do your thing yeah they like them yeah they like that yeah. kind of stuff like their peers yeah yeah but i don't know i've i've like i haven't researched it a lot but i think it is like it's a it's a it's the real deal but i think if you're like strong-willed strong character i don't think you can get you can get got that hard and that might come back and bite me and you might see me on the ceiling tonight or dude it'd be crazy if i saw you on the ceiling i probably just See, that's where my the curiosity thing would happen. Like everybody else would run away. I'd be like, "Dude, how are you doing that?" <laughs> and you'd be like, yeah. "You'd be speaking like Latin, Latin." And I'd be like, "Dude, I don't understand Latin. I need yeah. to understand how you're doing that because it doesn't make sense. And I need to get at the bottom of this." I know who you are. And I'd be like, "Okay, I know who you are. What are you doing on the ceiling? And how are you on the ceiling, dude? That is <laughs> insane. Like, I think that's why they don't mess with me. They know. Yeah, they know. If I saw somebody on the ceiling, I would." I would go up and like I would get a ladder and I'd be like trying to pull them down and seeing if they were like You'd be I was gonna see if they like buoyant. affected gravity yeah, right yeah, around yeah. them or if they're like sticky or if they or some third thing. I would have to know. Uh, but yeah, Bubs. I've been with Bubs for one of the the weird paranormal times, and we were at Nate's old house. Yeah, and that house was historically haunted. Because it was built on an Indian burial ground. Oh. Our entire neighborhood, this neighborhood I was talking about, trick-or-treating yeah. hundreds of houses, part of it was built on an Indian burial ground, The, mm-hmm. the basically the main part. I think that's what, or a graveyard, something like that. And he had a lot of weird experiences in that house. Yeah. I mean, like hands on shoulders, thumping in the attic, yeah. thumping down the, you know, it's it was super weird. I was, one night we were having a sleepover, I was on the um, top or bottom bunk. He had a bunk bed. And he used to have this duck where you'd pull the string and then let it go and it would play a song. Mm-hmm. And we were just laying there going to bed and you just heard this duck just go and then play the song. Yeah. And so that was kind of freakish. Um, That was the first time that I got like freaked out at his house. And then the second time wasn't that long ago. It was right before he moved out, probably five years ago, five or six years ago. Bubs and I are standing in the... That's Kitty. Where is she? She's eating behind you. Paranormal. (laughs) But we're standing in the kitchen, and next to the kitchen is this long hallway that goes all the way to the front door. And we're I, I think we're cooking or something, and someone tells me to get some spices or something. And I grab some spices and I bring them back and then I, I kind of back trot into the hallway a little bit. And the spice rack is like kind of right in the hallway. And one of these spices was just sitting there 
and I watch it like kind of fling off the rack yeah. by itself, lands on its side, and rolls almost all the way to the front door. Yeah, that's not that's not normal, really. And <laughs> and when it was like there was carpet, there was like rugs and stuff. Yeah. It was just like it was going like Chef Boyardee commercial. Yes, Chef Boyardee about. It was probably like 15 feet, this thing rolled. And, you know, the spice things are like this big. Yeah, yeah. That was midday. That was kind of freakish. And then, yeah, we we all kind of freaked out at that. Nate didn't see it, but Bubs and I saw it. Yeah. So it was good to have her validation because Uh I was like, what the frick? And then my last, like, the most recent one was was the spookiest one by far. Really? We were all around here. I don't know if you were here yet. Maybe you were. I'm not sure. Okay. We were having a like kind of. It wasn't a Halloween. It was just kind of a get together. Yeah. A bunch of me and my friends, Max and Luke, my cousins, everybody. We were playing manhunt, and we usually go all the way around the house and all the way around the depot. And I or it was infection, so everyone was getting infected, right? Mm-hmm. And I was camping out right on the edge of the woods. I was laying low. It was dark. And I looked to my right. And this dude in this white hoodie is like probably 10 yards away from me behind a tree. He's leaning up against a tree. And he's looking back and forth, back at me, back at the the house, back at me, back Mm -hmm. at the house. We're right on the edge of the woods. Yeah. And every time he looks at me, he's got his hood up. His face is dark. So you can't see into the hood. And that makes sense because it was just dark. And I thought it was Max because Max, my cousin, was wearing almost the same getup. And so I'm whispering to him. I'm like, Max, Max. And he's not moving. And he's not responding. And I'm like, Max, come here, Max, come here. And he's like, he keeps doing the same thing. He's just like looking back like an animatronic almost. And I'm like, okay, I must be seeing stuff. I freaking stop. Freaking wipe my eyes out. Open my eyes. He's doing the same crap. I mean, he's 10 yards away. Yeah. And so I'm starting to get a little weirded out. And then I, I'm like so convinced it's Max and he's just messing with me. I'm like, Max, Max, Max. And he keeps doing the same crap. And then Max comes running into the woods right in front of me. And I'm like, who in the frick is that? So I just sprint out of the woods. Nobody else in the whole group was wearing a hoodie and was as tall as this guy. Oh, that's it was, crazy. It was completely unexplained. I mean, when when your mind plays tricks on you, you you kind of know. You vaguely yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. This was this was the real deal. Yeah. And it wasn't it, I don't think it was a person. There's just no way. It wasn't moving like a person. It wasn't it But it, it had a Nike hoodie on? It had a it just a white hoodie. Oh, okay. And it was looking back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And then I went back in there after the game was over because I was so freaking freaked out. I went in with a flashlight and went right where he was standing. And there was, like, nothing. There was no evidence of, like, leaves shuffle. You know, it's like yeah, it was yeah. probably October. There's leaves everywhere. Yeah. No evidence of anything. There was just, like, a little metal tub. A metal tub? Yeah, right at the base of the tree that he was standing at was just this little metal tub. Like a lunchbox? 
It was like a uh, like a big a can bigger. of something. Oh. And yeah, I don't think the metal tub had anything to do with it, yeah. but it just happened to be there. Okay. But that was the most recent one. That was probably a few years ago. Yeah. And that was, you know, I was like, okay, okay, we got to reel it in here. We got to reel in the paranormal because the Nate one and that one were pretty close together. Yeah. And didn't you see a guy running past the windows at, in, in like the middle of the night here? Oh, too? yeah. Mm-hmm. Take another sipping ton of this Woodford Reserve Double Oaked. <laughs> so one night, we're in the depot right now. This is when not many people were around here. There's farmland back there, which there still are, but the neighborhoods weren't so lucrative mm-hmm. around this area. I'm in my room. It's probably 11.45 at night. I'm playing my games as I usually was when I was <clears throat> 16, and my my setup is is right at the window, so I got my monitor, and then the window is right behind the monitor, and it's eleven forty five. Just I'm done with the game. My headphones off. I'm probably just scrolling on YouTube or something, and all of a sudden, this dude just like sprints by the window. He comes from um, he came from this side, so. I don't I don't know what side that is, but the long side where you could see him for a minute. Yeah, yeah. And he sprints by my window and into the woods. That's weird. And I'm all just alone. I'm alone down here gaming. <laughs> and I'm like, what the frick do I do? Yeah. So I get my shotgun racked. I usually keep my shotgun half racked because I used to sleepwalk. <laughs> 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 and... uh I got it half I got it racked and I'm just hanging out in my bathroom which has only one exit and I'm just like freaking I'm just aiming at the door and I probably sat there for an hour and a half until I didn't hear anything else <laughs> and then you just went to bed and then I yeah I went to bed with the shotgun like right next to me uh-huh. I was like I'm not freaking dealing with this and then right before I moved out of here one last story. Right before I moved out of this place, I was my headboard to my bed was right up against this wall that we're looking at. Mm-hmm. The back wall it faces the woods, and there you know there's a good amount of woods back there. Not good wood. There's super thick woods. Like dude can't really get back there very easily if it's especially at night you can't there's a lot of like brush yeah a lot you can't just run through the woods even in the day you couldn't run through you have to like move around to the brush and stuff so i'm i'm going to bed it's probably midnight i'm going to bed my head is leaning on that back wall and right behind my head i was starting to drift off right behind my head goes Oh, three knocks, so audible, so clear that they were. It was someone knocking. Oh, and once again, that that's when the w- little window back there was installed. Mm-hmm. Didn't even look at the window. Freaking rolled out of my bed, shotgun racked in the in the like safest corner I could get to. Yeah, and and did the same thing. You know, it was there for hour and a half just listening didn't hear anything else back to bed 
so door funny. door locked. That that one it that one kind of still creeps me out. It gives me the chills a little bit because it made no sense. I mean, it was like, yeah, that's creepy. It was that right behind <sighs> my head. That yeah, that's but that's I've always been scared of people. Like people go insane. It was like a, it was like a knock. It was like a knock if you're knocking on someone's door to be like invited in. And that's freaking creepy if there's no door. Yeah. <laughs> that's freaking creepy. Yeah. So that's all the, the, the crazy haunts that I have. I, I've had besides like the real people scares that I've had at the abandoned places. Yeah. I mean, at one point we were underground in a nursing home, an abandoned nursing home. There's people down there. We were up in the ninth story of this giant hotel. I mean, there's people up there running around. Oh, yeah. Needles everywhere. I mean, I could go on and on and on with the scary crap. But we got to get into the meat and potatoes. Yeah. I'm starting to get, I'm creeping myself out right now. Well, if you're already creeped out, I'm going to tell you about... We decided we were going to come up with some... Uh, not come up with, but find some creepy stuff going on for this episode on Halloween of FTD. <coughs> so in my... Re- <coughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. In my research... Wait, do you have any scary... Is this like... Are you going to read a story? I'm going to talk about it. Tell a story. Do you put on some like... Background, yeah. background, oh, little yeah, kind of yeah. eerie music. Yeah. Let's see what I got. Let's do. Let's see if we can get one that's four minutes long. Let's go. Ahead. So what I found. This I don't like this music. It's scary, but it's, it's a little weird. It is a little weird. I like how the other one's still playing. See what this one does. Ooh. I feel like I'm a mermaid. Ooh. Ooh. The bells. This one's called Tortured Minds of Evil. Okay, we like that. <laughs> yeah, we like that. Okay. We're talking about the Hinterkaifeck murders. This happened in Bavaria, Germany on the 31st of March, 1922. So this is a case that is still studied as one of the just completely unsolved murder cases. Like they have no idea what it was. And so it was this, this family called the Gruber family who lived on this property kind of at the edge of town so everybody they were sort of involved in the community like they were going to the church and the school and um he was a farmer um and so there was i think there were six people in this house so it was it was on a farm basically and and there was it was kind of like an old school farm with a a, a big barn and then the farmhouse 
and there was a maid, a live-in maid, that left. She actually quit. A week, I gotta <laughs> She actually quit like a month before and then came back because she was scared that the... Sorry, I got to change. <laughs> it got like so intense. It got too intense. Let's go to... Uh, <laughs> it's Among Us. <laughs> <laughs> we do tense. Imposter Tyler? Yeah, so they're living in this in this kind of like farmhouse compound. Mm-hmm. And who's in there? All right, here's the family, right? Andreas Gruber was 63. His wife, Kazelia Gruber, 72. Their widowed daughter, Victoria Gabriel, who was 35. Victoria's children, who is Kazelia, who was 7, and Joseph, who was 2. And the maid was Maria Bum... Baumgartner. She was 44. And they were all found dead, struck with a mattock, which is like a it's a hand tool. It's a Ooh, it, yeah, it's like it's, a... Oh, it's like a pickaxe. It's like a pickaxe for digging it, like uh, through roots and stuff. Because it, it was a farm. So yeah, yeah. it was a common tool there. And the weird thing is that four of them th- there, was, there was weird... There, there was some weird occurrences right before. So, yeah, six months prior, the family maid quit because um, she said that she was hearing strange noise in the attic, and they kept checking it, and there was nothing in the attic. So she thought that it was haunted. And then, yeah, Andreas found a newspaper um, from Munich in the property, like, right before, and he he was like... He couldn't remember buying it. So, like, something was around or somebody was around. He was asking the family, and he was... he. I had told some people at his church this. That's where that came from. And um, he thought... Yeah, he thought it was the postman had lost the newspaper, but then they'd asked the postman. So, it was just, like, a weird thing that didn't really mean much at the time, but it was just one of the weird things. Um, they had... The attic thing was happening where they were checking the attic and they couldn't find anybody in the attic. They kept hearing noises kind of shuffling around. And uh, then there was also tracks from the forest to a broken door in the uh, the machine room in the farm. So, so somebody was mm-hmm. like something right before the murders. There was something weird going on. So everybody was kind of on edge. And the maid was in. It doesn't say exactly why she was back in. I don't know if she like got rehired or she was visiting, or whatever. But the basically, no one was hearing from them. They didn't show up to the Sunday service at church. And uh, the young girl, Cecilia, was had missed school for a couple of days. So they had they had ended up sending. And, like, somebody came in to work on some of the farm equipment and didn't see anybody. So there was, like, some rumblings around the town. They were kind of a private group, and they were on the edge of town. But everyone was like, Have it, we haven't seen them. They're, like, gone. And eventually they sent somebody in. This music is not working. It's creepy. Let me just search creepy. Let's see what we get. Dang. 
Yeah, so they're... Okay. Well, it'll have to do. So... <laughs> Is this Avengers? I guess so. Switch from epidemic sound. Yeah, I'm go- about to. You can log into my account. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So basically, the Hinter Kaifiak murders happen in this order, and they they found when they come to search the house, they had found four dead in the barn, and they had found two dead in the house, <sighs> and that's not where. It stops. So basically, they think that they, that someone had lured them one by one into the fa- into the barn and killed them with the. They all had the same head injury from, and they think it was from one of those uh, mattocks, but they didn't find a mattock there. They just think that's what it was from, and they all had the same injury. And the daughter, the seven-year-old daughter, had had pieces of her hair in her hands so she they think that she was alive for a couple hours after her the initial injury and she was like pulling her hair out like like in just like a sheer panic like yeah. shock thing and um so they were like gruesomely killed and then they they were all piled in the in the barn in the corner so they were all piled on top of each other and they took and then the maid and the youngest kid, the two-year-old, were both in bed killed with the same injury. And then it's even weirder because the guy lived there for like four days. Because they found him, they were about ten days dead. Or uh, four days dead. And the cattle had been fed. The... um. It's like all the farm was still running. Like everything was fine. All the animals were fed and taken care of. All that, like he was living there and he was working on the farm. What? For like four days. And then there was somebody reported to the police um, after, like after they had been found dead, somebody was like, I was walking by that property and it was snowy. It was like cold out. So it was real dark and real like snowy. Somebody said that they had been walking by the property and they were smelling this like really burning, stinking smell. And they kind of were walking up kind of towards the house and somebody came out with a lantern in their face. So they didn't see anybody. They got kind of blinded by the lantern. And then the guy with, and then when he kind of like recoiled, the guy with the lantern went back in. And they don't know what he was burning because there's like none of the bodies were burned or anything. There's just like a somebody burning something like really disgusting in the oven, they think. And so they were, they had investigated it. They, they have, what is the other inconsistencies? Yeah, the animals were completely um, taken care of. And also, they think that he lured them one by one into the barn from noise like that was the first thing they thought like there was there was screaming and so another family member would go in and be like what's going on and then they would die but they they like i don't know they screamed or produced some sound the volume of screaming and you can't hear it from the house so they don't know why four of them are were in the barn they have no idea because it was the middle i mean it, it must have been the night or something nobody knew this was going on 
Brunin. So um, on April 1st, this is a couple days after, uh, the farmer and butcher Simon Rayblender on his way home near Brunin saw two mysterious figures at the edge of the forest. When the strangers saw him, they turned around so their faces could not be seen. Later, when he heard the murders in Hinterfike, he thought it was possible the strangers might be involved, um, but then nothing came of it. And then there was one person in 27, which is like a lot of years later, that, um, or like at least a couple years later, because it was 22 when they died, um, had, it was like some stranger ran out and said that he was the one who did the killing. It was at midnight. Somebody, yeah, a stranger was said to have stopped a resident of Weindhofen at midnight, asking him questions about the murder before shouting that he was the murderer and then running into the woods, and they couldn't, they never identified him. So, so somebody might have seen him. And then what else? Yeah, human screams could not be heard from the barn in the living area. So they don't understand why they were all going into the barn. There's the oven. So they have what? There's like there's a couple suspects, but there's never like that's crazy back then that you could just get away with it. But it was not that easy to get away with it. Like yeah. usually there was somebody usually there was somebody in the, you know, community that was it was pretty obvious it yeah. was them. So just and the amount of just evilness behind it is creepy too. Like living there with all the dead people like there was dead people in the house yeah and he was sleeping in the house with oh. with a dead two-year-old and a dead 44 year old maid living in the house with them there's four dead people piled up in the barn and he's like in the barn taking care of the cattle working the farm oh. that creeps me the frick yeah. out and they don't to this day have no idea who that was I'm sure he's not alive anymore, so don't worry, but... And the music finally got scary. It did. Kept me on my toes. God, that, that is brutal. That is scary. I've been looking at that little tiny picture this whole time. Yeah, there's a really creepy and picture. it's really creepy. It's given me like an, a vision of where stuff happened. Yeah. Yeah, it's no good. It's no good. Whoa. Hinter Kaifek. Hinter Kaifek. Hinter Kaifek. Holy frick. God. So I found that. Well, I guess my fake Reddit story doesn't even hold a torch to that. It doesn't? I don't think so. Hmm. I'm not sure. I kind of skimmed over it. Yeah, this this just it. I was reading a bunch of like, because I was trying to find some unsolved murders. Because I feel like the unsolved murders are definitely the scariest. Because yeah, you know, how did somebody? How it makes it seem so possible because it's really happened, and th- these people got away with such a heinous crime. Yeah, the unsolved makes it so much worse. I read another one where this guy washed up on shore, and. He was uh, like 
What? <laughs> Camera just shut off. Why? Too scary. It's because it, it went to the Mario music. It did. <laughs> it's like Mario under the underground world. Alien Mario. I'm here to touch your balls. I'm here. <laughs> I've come to touch your balls. Oh my god, that's hilarious. And the entire podcast video is ruined. Is it really? No, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe it is. It says repairing my file. It's been repairing for a while. Intermission? Yeah. And we have returned. <laughs> I'm gonna need some suspenseful music. Okay. Let me let me get some let me get some good me good music. I'm gonna do creepy. If this is bad. I haven't skimmed over this, so th- if this is bad, we we cut creepy. Suspenseful. Albert Fish. <laughs> Murderer. <laughs> <laughs> was first known as Frank Howard. He responded to an ad looking for work placed in the newspaper by Edward Budd. Edward Budd was an 18-year-old boy determined to make something of himself. Frank Howard arrived at Budd's doorstep with a job offer. He stated that he would like to have Budd come to work for him at his farm, telling him the story of his six children and how his wife had left them. Edward was looking for having the job and providing for his family. And Howard even offered a job to Bud's wife. Willie Howard planned to come pick them up a few days later to take them back to his farm to begin work. When Howard didn't show, he provided a handwritten note explaining that he would be in touch in a few days. He came over for a visit the following morning and the family invited him to stay for lunch. During his visit, Howard spotted Bud's younger sister, Gracie, explaining that he had to attend a birthday party before he could take the boys to the farm. He asked if Gracie would like to join him. With his gracious attitude and friendly nature, the Buds gave Gracie Gracie permission to attend the party. That evening, Howard did not return and Gracie vanished. The family reported... Her disappearance to the local police and began an investigation. No leads were discovered, partially because Frank Howard didn't exist. The Bud family received a letter with a description of a mutil- of the mutilation of murder of little Gracie. The note matched the handwriting from the original note sent to them earlier. During the time of the investigation, and before the letter was received, another child vanished. Are we following? Yeah. Ugh. Bill Gaffney, a four-year-old boy playing with his neighbor, who was also named Billy, disappeared, and a three-year-old Billy stated that the boogeyman took Billy Gaffney. The police didn't take the statement to heart and instead ignored it. Shortly after the disappearance of Billy Gaffney, another little boy disappeared. Eight-year-old Francis McDonald. 
was playing on the porch with his mother when a gray-haired, frail old man walked down the street muttering to himself. The mother noticed his awkward demeanor, but did not report anything. Later that day, while Francis was playing at the park, his friends noticed that he walked into the woods with an elderly, gray-haired man. When his family noticed that he was missing, they organized a search. Francis was found under some branches in the woods, badly beaten and strangled with his suspenders. The manhunt for the gray man began, but despite many efforts, he vanished. The letter that was received by the Bud family was investigated and was found to contain an emblem of the New York Private Chauffeurs Benevolent Association. All of the members were required to obtain a handwriting test for comparison to the letters from Howard. <coughs> a janitor came forward to admit that he had taken some sheets of paper and left them in his old rooming house. The landlady was able to confirm that an old man matching the description had lived there for two months and only checked out a few days earlier. The former tenant was identified as Albert H. Fish. The landlady also mentioned that he wanted her to hold a letter that would be arriving from his son. Detectives intercepted the letter at the post office and were contacted by the landlady that he would be coming to get his letter. The lead detective was able to capture Mr. Fish. <coughs> Many confessions and testimonies were heard by law enforcement and psychiatrists. Mr. Fish described how he wanted to lure Edward Budd and his friend Willie to his farm to kill them. However, once he laid eyes on Gracie, he changed his mind and desperately wanted to kill her. He took Gracie to the train station and purchased a one-way ticket for her. After the ride to the countryside, he took her to a house. While at the house, he told Gracie to wait outside and she picked flowers. He went to the second floor of the house and removed all of his clothes. When he called for Gracie to come upstairs, she was frightened by him and called out for her mother. Mrs. Fish choked her to death. Following her death, he decapitated her, cut up her body, and took parts with him when he left. Wrapped in a newspaper... Police were able to locate the remains of Gracie based on his confession. Albert had many run-ins with the police in his lifetime. However, each time were charges were dismissed. He, dis he discussed the details of the murder of Billy Gaffney, describing how he tied him up, beat him, and even admitted to drinking his blood and making stew out of his body parts. His attitude was not like those of people with psychosis. He was calm and reserved, which was out of the ordinary. He confessed that he wanted to inflict pain and have pain inflicted on him. He taunted and preyed on children, mostly boys. He also had a compulsion to write and send obscene letters and x-ray, determined that he placed needles into the region between his anus and his scrotum, oh. and at least 29 needles were discovered. In trial, the defense argued that he was legally insane. They used many descriptions and testimonies to prove to the jury that he was mentally ill. However, the jury did not believe this. He was, he was considered to be a psychopathic personality without a psychosis. He was found guilty after 10 days of trial. Dun, dun, dun. So they call him Albert Fish the Vampire. He drank the blood. Because he drank the blood. That's so freaking creepy. 
And that's real? That's real. Those people, the fact that they can get to, I mean, the dude was old. Like, yeah. he had lived yeah. an entire life being that crazy. Oh, God, the Brooklyn vampire. So people are born just evil and broken. Dang, he chopped the girl up and then took her parts with him and then sucked a little boy's blood. Then And put needles in his scrot. 29. In his gooch. They found 29 needles in his gooch. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. There's no That's way I could get 29 in my. I mine. couldn't get one in there before I gave up. If you were like, you got to hide this needle in your gooch right now. Dude, that is so... Such an uncomfortable feeling. Yeah. It makes me feel upset just thinking about it and 29 times doing that <sighs> and leaving them in there. And leaving them in there. What a sicko. That would hurt so bad. Ugh. You wouldn't be able to ignore that pain. No. no he liked it. Oh, God. What a freak, man. Some people are just, I think they're born evil. Yeah. I oh. saw an Instagram reel of a, it was a little kid up on the counter, and it was the mom was yelling at him in Spanish, and he was at the blender, and there was something white in the blender. What? And, um, yeah, she was, like, screaming at him in Spanish, and uh, she pulled the top off the blender, and um, there was a kitten in the blender. He was alive. Like, he hadn't turned the blender on yet. Oh, This This God. little guy, kid, like, four or five years old, was about to blend his oh my childhood cat. God. Like, that's that's not okay. Oh that my that God. kid is going to... That kid could, should be put down, probably. Holy frick. That kid's going to cause serious trouble for the world. Yeah, he is. You don't do that. You don't want to blend your cat. No. You don't have the compulsion to do that unless something is wrong in your brain. Holy frick. The little kids that, like, kill animals, it's it's weird. Yeah, yeah, it totally is. It's like the... um. Oh, but I had a friend that used to do this. Just kill frogs for no reason. It's it's a little bit weird. It's a little yeah. bit weird. But it's boys being boys, you know. <laughs> well, to some extent it is. Like, but when you're like dissecting birds in the lawn, that's freaking weird. You yeah. saw that movie Hereditary? Yeah. She just cut the bird's head off. Uh-huh. <coughs> that's freaking weird. Speaking of A24, I listened to um, those twins who did the Talk to Me. Did you listen to that? No. On, on Mr. Joe Rogan's podcast? Uh-uh. That was interesting. Really? Yeah. They're these Australian twins. Because we, we did see that we did see that movie. Yeah. yeah, we saw it in the theater. And it's independent. And that was... And A24 uh, bought it. Like bought, per, they uh, distributed it. Oh, so that wasn't even their movie. No, they're a distribution. They're a distribution and production company. So okay. So they they the these these uh they're twins. They want to do a sequel, and they are trying to sell that basically to a twenty four. But they were basically they had produced on this in this independent movie basically, and yeah. um they couldn't they didn't have like the funds to distribute it, and a twenty four. 
did all that. And that was it. That was a good movie. It was a good movie. It was, it was unique. Good, it was a good, was scary unique. movie. Yeah, it's like every A twenty four. Just yeah. like it, it's more like a thought out movie than just like jump scares everywhere. Oh yeah. Yeah, and they were talking about how like they went to a couple bigger production companies and they were like giving them notes and they were like, "No, we can't do this. We'll we'll take a smaller budget and just make it what we want to do." Wow. Yeah, yeah, good for those guys. They're twins. Yeah, they're Girls? crazy. No, guys. Oh. Okay. They sound hilarious. They sound really funny. They have a YouTube channel too. Really? <coughs> yeah, that was a good movie. Isn't it on Netflix now? Something like that? I think so. Talk to me. It's on Prime Video Voodoo YouTube. Who are the guys who did it? You know, there was a set the of. Philippou, Danny Philippou. These two. Philippou. These two made it. Oh. Good job, twins. Rocka Rocka is their YouTube channel. Keep it straight. Keep the camera straight. Thank you. I try to touch the sky. Man, I've been there once or twice. Now I take shelter from their judging eyes. I feel them stare and they wonder why I'm sitting. Yeah, they're talking about how they just like they made. They've been making like videos and stuff since they were like really little and they've always wanted to make a movie like it's been their big thing they did good they did real good i had a good time with that movie we gotta go see uh five nights at freddy's (sighs) yeah 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 we gotta go see that movie that'll be i heard it's actually good is it really i heard it i thought it would be like a really fun bad movie yeah but i've heard it's actually a pretty good movie but uh, yeah, we gotta go see that. Yeah, I think we'll see it. We'll Let's see go it. right now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Goodbye, guys. We're gonna Bye. go see Five see Nights at Freddy's.